Hola, Galeras. This is the special Christmas edition walking, talking, blah, blah, blah podcast. <laughs> Painter Files podcast. I'm your host, Charles Blake. This is episode 77. I love you. I hope you're doing well. Let's talk about some shit. So, it is the 22nd, 21st of December, which is the first day of winter. I love winter. It's so cold, though. <laughs> but that's kind of the great part. So, a weird thing happened this week. The uh, water heater in my condo has decided to die for the whole building. So, we don't have heat. So, we're probably going to spend Christmas under a bunch of blankets with space heaters but that'll be fun we'll figure out a way to still enjoy it we're gonna paint a christmas tree today tonight we're gonna roll out some big paper and put it on the ground and then we're gonna take greens and browns and all that stuff we're gonna make a christmas tree on a piece of paper big big five foot piece of paper and then we're gonna tack it to the wall and then we're gonna string lights on it and then we're gonna hang ornaments and it's gonna be nice and i'm excited there's a big Beautiful dog. Hanging out. Hey, puppy. So, yeah. It's going to be beautiful. Can't wait for you to see. fulfill them as of yet Tom is trying to hit the mic why don't you leave the microphone alone? how about that uh, I don't know it's coming you know it's definitely coming together I'm just trying to figure out what to do next in the interesting painting in which I've worked on so if some of you have seen it, if you've gone to my website, uh, it's a girl with a turtleneck on and her arms are crossed and her sweater is kind of like pink and blue, like electric. And then she's got a skirt on that has a cat on it, a lot of geometric shapes and bars, lots of colors, two crows on top of two podiums. Uh, the tops are red and yellow and the bottoms are blue, green, and gray. So, I'm working on it. I'm just not sure exactly where to go with it. We made our Christmas tree, and so I took this down so that I could paint, so we could paint the Christmas tree. We pegged it up and did all the stuff with the lights and strung it all around. It's really beautiful. If you've never made your own tree, I suggest you do it. It's a fun experience, and it's really kind of 
connective in a way, which I like. So I'm almost thinking maybe I'm going to do a bunch of totems. So I'll do dueling totems. So they'll be the same on both sides. So I've got the crow. I'll probably do the buffalo. Maybe the tiger. And then I've got to think of the last one. Maybe a crocodile head. That kind of overlaps into the painting. And those could be kind of majority of the ending of the big details. And then I think I'm going to do maybe the whole background, like a yellow color. I want to fill in this background. And I want white. So yeah. I mean, it's all going to come together. I'm just going to listen to the ocean. Of paper. It's a good thing about texture. Texture kind of makes a noise when you work on it because it's it's so alive and kind of vivid. So, I'm working on it. It'll be good. It's just a matter of the next part of it coming together. I think I got this. I think the funny bit about all these things is that I'm kind of coming to this conclusion that I may find myself just floating, trying to figure out all the places and things and which places and where I should be going and when I should be going and all these things. And I just, I don't honestly know. I have this new adventure that's about to start and I have these new footprints I want to leave. And I, I legit am trying to figure them out. And I hope I do. I really hope I do. with a lot of great memories of childhood Christmases. I remember one where my mom, we were in D.C., and my mom helped me build a battleship. It was like a G.I. Joe battleship. And I had like a red robe, and we made chocolate chip cookies. And it just, it was perfect. And then I go forward in time, and I remember the day I got my favorite easel that that Alec gave me. We were living in the apartments and she got my neighbors who lived next door to hold on to the easel because we had a small apartment. It was very difficult to hide things. And so we go there I think this is actually my birthday. I don't think this was Christmas. <laughs> Alright, well, my favorite birthday then. Um, I woke up 
Alec goes, I got you something, but we gotta, we gotta go, you gotta sit in the living room. And she drags this giant box out of the closet in our bedroom with stuff covering over it. And it was this cool, like, eight foot tall wooden easel. And it was just the nicest, most wonderful thing anybody had ever done for me. I don't think anyone really ever believed in me that much before. So, this is before I had my studio, before I could pin things on walls, before I could do anything. It was just, it was inspiring. Before that, I had little chunky easels that had fallen apart and been trashed and thrown away by other people and all these things. A scavenger's one. And even then, I still made paintings and they still, people enjoyed them. People even bought them, but they were flimsy easels and I needed something that didn't wobble when I painted. And this thing is just the sturdiest, most beautiful thing ever. I love every moment that there's paint on it. It's just, it's just perfect. And then my desk, my desk is something she got me. My drawing desk. I've painted so much on this thing. It is forever one of my favorites. I cannot begin to explain to you the levels of just amazing that have happened. I built my whole studio around these things. There's just that moment where you feel like someone's really believed in you. They've cashed in on the idea, the investment, that you are going to put great energy towards something important. And that's what it was. It was that moment where it wasn't just a dream I had that someone didn't understand. It was a dream I had that someone wanted to happen for me. And I don't think I've ever felt so honored until that day. I ever felt so strongly believed in until that day. So, here I am, El Pintor, La Gama, Jaws Blake, Jay's a painter, Juara, Jay, JJ to some people, <laughs> who've known me longer than I've possibly known myself in some ways. The year ends, and I'm I'm blown away by the levels of just how lucky I am to have people believe in what I what I yearn to be, what I yearn to do, how much I'd love to be all those things and be my own things in addition. That. that 
the impossible is possible. That I am the reality in which I want to be. And it's just amazing. And it's perfect. And it's beautiful and it flows and it grips me. And it moves me to a point in my life that I've never imagined myself capable of being. Until then. All these little kind of drawings and paintings on at first sheep paper because you got to start somewhere. And then as time went by, onto better paper and better things, to bigger canvases, to putting out what I want to do to strangers and friends and the universe. And then it answering me back and saying, you got this, I believe in you. The significance of that has never been lost on me. And for those who've put any effort towards helping me give back, I say thank you. Dude, 2020 is gonna be a crazy year. But I believe in us. Because I think we're great. And I think there's so much better art that's going to come out of all of it. I want this year to be about love. things that deserve to be painted because they need to be painted because not having them painted is just insane what kind of world would it be if everything waited for the perfect moment to be done when in actuality you gotta paint the perfect moment just realize that this was a this is a long hard road I am all the things I am and all the things I've worked up to because little birthday presents and Christmas presents and people buying paintings one by one, little and big, and on cheap paper, on expensive paper, and all these things. I didn't do this by myself. My madness may have had a big part to play into it, but did not do this by myself. Love fostered. It put the seed in the ground with its thumb and then it gave it sunlight and water and it let it grow into a beanstalk. And that fed a whole community and fostered more growth. Analogy doesn't make sense. <laughs> no, I just want you to know that, like, I see the importance, and I have every intention of taking full advantage of it. 2020 is going to be a year of no fear, more madness. paintings.
I'm going to paint all types of stuff. I think I'm going to refuse to not make things. Because whether or not people put them up, or they stay in my studio, or they just go on my Patreon, which you can all join, (laughs) um, then they're still going to be there. They're still going to go on my website. They're still going to be all these things. I'm just going to make constantly, always, without question. It's just so important to do these things. To take a deep breath. And then just let yourself be free to make and be a part of everything. Even if it's ugly a little while, that's okay. Ugly means you're learning. You should always be learning. There's this anime that I watched called Food Wars. And the main character is this amazing chef. It's a weird premise for an anime unless you've seen it. Um, But his favorite thing to do is to try. He can make the most exquisite, wonderful tasting foods. But he and his father's favorite thing to do is to make combinations of food that are horrible and taste disgusting. And I think it's the funniest thing in the world. No one else gets it in the anime. They all think they're crazy and it's weird. That to me is what learning is. Sometimes you have to make the decisions that you know are wrong to just get them out of the way. It's like a roadmap or a blueprint. If someone didn't go 50 paces the wrong direction, they wouldn't know that there's a tree over there. Maybe it's not the right direction. Maybe it's... Maybe it's Picasso. (laughs) It's a decade soaked in whiskey and paint and (laughs) marijuana and all these other things. But... I think in the end, I'm, it's just me, and that was terrifying for a while, but I'm ready to embrace it again, just me. It'll be fun and beautiful and wild, and I like that. Wild is what we live for. Wild is what we need. I want you to hear the the neighborhood on Christmas Eve. It's still daytime, it's like three in the afternoon. The cars are going, the music is playing, people are walking. They have all these little plans on how they're going to surprise the people they love 
with these grand gestures and these beautiful kind of moments. It's sweet, really. I get that they say it's a commercial holiday, but I feel like there's some bit of kind of beautifulness in the idea that people are trying to give people something. The gifts. I mean, obviously, people are excited about getting things, too. But, I don't know. There's something to be said about, like, giving it out and putting it to the world. I see these really great gestures that I want to put forth. And the hopes of happiness that I I bring as I peruse towards midnight. I like the idea, honestly. Like, there's just something really great about doing something nice for someone who you love and getting to see their faces light up and all the cool things they do. For Alec, I'm trying to help her with all her writing stuff and all the little things, kind of the knick-knack thingy things that she wanted. She's a funny lady. She has the exceptional qualities that just make me happy and I just feel very blessed in the process I hope your holiday works out well for you I hope you you celebrate it the way you want to celebrate it as opposed to the way everyone tries to get people to celebrate it not necessarily in a religious way not necessarily in a present way not necessarily in a guilty or sad way or mournful way but just in a a day of rest a day of self-beautification a little bit of food we do this tradition called the feast of seven fishes it's an Italian dish my wife picked up from her her father and she makes seven different fish and we, we feast on it. It's a very simple tradition. <laughs> but it's, uh, it's really beautiful, honestly. It's just nice to see everybody. And the cats are crazy, naturally. And the family's funny. And the dog begs for everything. And although we tell people not to give her anything because she has a weak stomach, they still do anyways. And then I typically end up suffering for several days. Of sleepless nights. But the dog has a good time, so that's what it's about. At least initially. I feel like all this kind of stuff is it's fun and it's pleasant. And I found those pages for my book that the dog ruined, which is always painful. I forgot that it was several pages, <laughs> not just one. But that's okay. I can fix. I can make another one. It'll be even better this time. I might even just put those ripped up pages in there so that people might see the carnage she put forth. But it's beautiful. And I wish you a very merry, wonderful Hana Christmas Kwanzaa. <laughs> or if you're like me, a good day to rest. Love you guys. Thank you for listening to this podcast every single time. 
this is probably going to be the last podcast of the year. So I love you. Hope you're well. This was episode 77 of the Painter Falls podcast. I'm your host, Charles Blake. Sam Painter out. Ciao.